Welcome back to the Ball State Chat. I'm your host, Eric Melcher. We're joined again by Shane Talbot, the Dean of Math and Science here at Ball State, but also Patrick Kiley, who teaches in our mechatronics program. Now, mechatronics is a word that some people may not be familiar with, but it describes the technology used to run advanced manufacturing lines and really everything from conveyor belts to robotics. And Patrick, mechatronics professionals are on really big demand these days. Why is that? The mechatronics professional is filling the skilled trades gap, and there's a huge gap in skilled trades. And our students are really filling that gap, and it just gets bigger and bigger uh, for the technologies that we run. And that's exactly what our mechatronics students are doing, is they're learning how to do mechanical and electrical programming, anything that's technology and up-and-coming technology, and working with it, robotics. Um, and it's just getting bigger and bigger. Uh, our technology keeps growing, yeah. and we need people to maintain, install, um, troubleshoot all that technology, and that's what our mechatronics students do. Because I don't think people realize when you go to the GAP facility, which is just here next to the college, um, that's a tremendous mechatronics um, system that's in place. And, and what mechatronics does, it moves stuff, right? So you move product from one place to another, move packages for shipping. It'll help put packages together. Um, all of these things that you see in modern uh, manufacturing lines, that, that's mechatronics. And there's got to be someone that helps to put that stuff together. They might not be the engineers that actually design the stuff itself, but they're the people that put it all together, and that's why we call it mechatronics. Yes, exactly. They're the ones that make it happen. So without them, uh, we really wouldn't have the technology we have today, and we need to continue to fill that gap because we need our technology and can't live without it, and they're the people that are supporting it, building it, installing it, and uh, maintaining it. Yeah, and Dean, there's a, really, for uh, when it comes to future jobs, uh, mechatronics is just absolutely essential for manufacturing, correct? I, I would totally agree with what Pat has said. Our students leave us with job offers in hand. It really does fill that gap that, uh, that Pat was talking about earlier for our students. Not every student who finishes high school has to have a four-year degree to have a successful career. And mechatronics is, is a perfect example of having a successful career that doesn't necessarily come from a bachelor's degree. It comes from an associate's in applied science degree. And Pat and what, uh, what the educators over in Mechatronics do really set students up for great success. Yeah, and we have a beautiful, uh, very large lab over in the renovated Wharf building. A huge lab, really, for Mechatronics. And you guys always have new, interesting equipment. Whenever I take my walk past there, there's always a truck that's pulled up and some guys are pulling out some new massive piece of equipment that we're putting in there. And um, that's pretty cool stuff for students to work on. What makes a good mechatronics student, do you think, Patrick? Who, who gets into it? Uh, a student that's just interested in how things work, someone that's very kinesthetic or very hands-on, that likes to tinker, doesn't want to just sit around thinking and, and not doing, you know, sitting behind a computer or something, but being very active. Uh, so it's definitely a very active job, but it's working with robots, so people that are students, kids that are out there, uh, building robots and things like that. Robots are huge in technology today. And then automation, autonomous systems, those are all big. So students that are just kind of dabbling in that, but ones that, you know, you take things apart and you want to see if you can put it back together, whether you have success or not, it makes a good mechatronic student. And of course, anyone math science uh, skill set is good. It's a, I think I call it the, the future version of engineering, where you really have 
all those engineering disciplines overlap, and that's exactly what we're doing in mechatronics, is we're mixing all the different disciplines um, because they all apply to what we have to do in, in, uh, in our machines. So how did you get interested in mechatronics, Patrick? Uh, you know, it, it, that's, that's a great question. I've always been an electronic technician educator, and from the very beginning, controls and automation was a big part of that and working with what we call PLCs. So I actually had started teaching a program that part of that program in electronic technology was with PLCs. And it seemed as I transitioned from one place to another, that kept coming back into my lap. And the last job I had just before here was teaching electricians to be control engineers to go out there and work with automation. And uh, the PLCs came back into my lap. It just, every time it came back around, it seemed to come in my direction. And I had a big interest in it. I found it very interesting and exciting. I'm learning all the time in this. And it's just, it keeps growing. You can't know it all. So it's a a blast. And then this opportunity came here in Gallatin. And boy, I, I have to pinch myself sometimes because we do. We have that wonderful facility and great equipment. A lot of money was put into this. The state did a lot to bring in the economy and right material to teach these guys. Yeah. And the, the jobs are out there left and right. So I just was very fortunate to fall into this. Yeah, and I think that's something that the state of Tennessee has definitely recognized is that there is a great need for applied science. Um, so when we talk about an AAS degree, we're talking about an Associate of Applied Science, which means it's a two-year degree really to get you directly into the workforce. And the nice thing about a mechatronics program is you've already have relationships with businesses. And so, Dean, tell us about that. The relationships with businesses are absolutely essential to uh, to our mechatronics program. Um, they truly are. We've got, we've got relationships with GAP, which is across the road from us. We've also got some relationships with Electrolux as well. Those programs are essential to help teach our students beyond what Pat is teaching them in in that laboratory setting. They get to go and apply that while they're going through the program. That hands-on learning is essential in, in any STEM field and mechatronics is part of that STEM field and to have that hands-on in the factories, in the in those workplace settings is truly essential for that success of that student beyond Ball State. Yeah, and I don't. I think people probably don't realize how complicated manufacturing is these days. And um, Ball State has a number of programs that applies to uh, manufacturing. It's not just mechatronics, but all of the stuff, all the parts that comes into Electrolux. I, I went and I talked to them once about logistics, and they bring in parts from all over the world. So their logistics people are busy dealing with customs regulations in China. Um, they're dealing with shipping problems in Brazil. They're tracking ships and they're tracking um, trains and planes and trying to get their parts in and then they're trying to get their get their vacuums out and so um, it's it's a it's a massive enterprise and we have a big logistics program here in business and technology so we have a lot of students going to that and these are some of the hottest job fields because they're really opening up and um, there's just not enough uh, uh, trained professionals for them yet are there Pat? No there are and my students almost have immediate jobs waiting for them when they're ready to graduate. I can't bring in enough people. So those of you out there listening, send your enrollments, send your interested people to us. We, we need more people to fill that gap. And yeah, the, the, the huge demand and people are making uh, great money in this right now. Uh, there's different price ranges, but we're probably seeing at least a $5 increase in pay just over the last couple of years. And I think COVID has somewhat brought that on too. That's brought, brought a even bigger shortage, but 
our entry level students are making probably more five more dollars an hour than they were a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, and they're making a lot of money. I mean, they're talking you're talking somewhere between forty and fifty thousand dollars a year. Um, closer for, to 50. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for a two-year degree, which is pretty great. Plus, it's growing, and it's going to keep growing. It's not getting smaller. And, and we often say, I use this as some, some promotional lines, I say, hey, be the one that's in charge of the robots. Are you afraid about being replaced by a robot? Be the one that tells the robots what to do, and that's what a mechatronics person does. So, um, well, very good. Well, we have two state-of-the-art mechatronics labs, one here in Gallatin and one in Cookville. And if you're interested in a new career, please check out the webpage at uh, www www.volstate.edu slash mechatronics. That's volstate.edu slash mechatronics. So when we come back, we're going to be joined by Becky and Terry from the Vol State ThigPen Library. We're going to discuss the modern college library and how a big part of what they do is related to student success. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Vol State Chat here on Vol State Radio WBCPFM. FM. 